Ready? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Warning. What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I am the one they call Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. Yes, Zach. Let's say we were sitting on a porch. Okay. In Canada. I've sat on a porch not in Canada. A a state away from Canada. Yeah, same. With you. Yes, that's true. That was a fact. Yeah. um, That's a fact talk. Well. You know what sucks? What? Sitting on that porch when the air quality is very low because Canada's on fire. Yeah, I can imagine that sucks. You know what also sucks? Walking outside. And like just looking into the distance and seeing clouds and like literally, I mean, Canada's just on fire. Michigan was under when I was over there. This is the past. This is just because you mentioned Canada. I apologize, but like I meant to mention this to you before. The air quality was so terrible. Like it was like bad levels. You couldn't like it was foggy because of the smoke. It's like oh my god. Yeah, I mean it's gotten like that down here too. But, I know, but that's a lot closer. So it's like Ugh. anyways, but yes. Yeah, so Canada porch. Yeah, been there, done, close to that. All right. And we're looking out over the uh, the horizon. Okay. All right. Beautiful horizon. Yeah. Across the the ocean. Okay. The, oh, okay. Like the ocean of Lake Michigan or like the ocean? ocean? Like the ocean. Oh, impressive. Like, <laughs> Lake Michigan is not the ocean. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> it's just a tiny freshwater ocean. Yeah, sure. Right. We had a friend who called it that, but anyways. yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I recall. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping that memory was not lost on you. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh huh. And we see something maneuvering across the, uh, the southwest horizon. Is one of us like, "Hey, what's that?" Yeah. Okay. It's a weird glowing thing. Well, that would get any of it, our attentions. Yeah, it's like a yellow light of some sort. Okay, that's concerning in a way. Well, that's kind of exactly what happened in. On October 4th of 1967, in... Uh, Jumping back. Yeah, in Shag Harbor, Nova Scotia. Okay. Hey, what's that? Then there's this beam of light, or this emanating light source, indescript. Yeah. No idea what the hell's going on. No, not, not, not a whole lot of ideas on what's going on. Okay. And then it seems to kind of hmm. descend... Maybe crash into the water. It's above the, it's floating? It was flying. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, maybe. My. Well, okay. Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, people saw something moving along the horizon. And yeah, most people thought it was flying. For some reason, when you said by the horizon, I just imagined like it's skipping across the water. That's on me. That's my visual, not yours. Yeah. No, uh, most people saw something flying in the sky okay. and thought maybe it was a plane. Is that a plane? The light was bouncing off. It's strange. It's weird, though. Uh, other people that were closer to it 
realized that it was not like anything they'd really seen, but there's an Air Force base not too far, Canadian Air Force. Sure. Um, so, I don't know. People at first were weirded out, maybe not entirely nervous. Yeah, maybe taken aback though. Like, what is that? No, again, people, like it got people's attention. Yeah, yeah. That's what, like, again, if you're going to say anything about this kind of thing, like, that's weird. Yeah. That's strange. Yeah, and may, some people were like, oh, interesting. Don't really know what that is. Nope. And then it looked like it hit the water. Ugh. After there was a sound like a a whistling and then an explosion as if a bomb went off. Concerning. Some crash sounds. Uh-huh, very concerning. You know, it almost makes me think of, like, the dive bomber things from, like, World War II, like the Germans when they used to... Yeah. They'd get the engines whining, and then boom. Um, Splashing around. But that's what people heard. Okay. A loud explosion. All right. Also peculiar. Don't like that. Uh, so people that had been, caught their attention mm-hmm. were like, oh, shit, a plane just crashed. Yeah. And people started calling it in, reporting it. Like, got to get... I mean, people could be out there drowning and dying, and there's a plane crash. Oh, yeah, if you thought a plane fell down or something exploded, caused a light, people could be in danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So some people uh, saw when this thing hit the water. Uh-huh. They said it looked more like it descended to the water. Okay. But either way, what it, whatever it was, was floating about 250 to 300 meters off the shores of Shag Harbor. Okay. It was reported that it was a large airplane or a smaller airliner. Oh, okay. So, search and rescue immediately goes underway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, They're worried about people, survivors. Uh Uh-huh, fair. So, local fishermen and the uh, Royal Canadian Mounted Police... Mm-hmm. Officers start organizing and trying to get people out there to start looking for survivors, yeah. wreckage, recovering whatever they can. Yeah. However, they could still see that yellow light out there. It didn't stop? No. Okay. It, Odd. It looked like it was on the surface of the water. Okay. And this is about 15 minutes after the initial crash. And. Yeah. They're still trying to organize. You know, 15 minutes is not that much time for something like this, like spontaneous. No, 15 minutes. No, it's, it's everyone's still Especially kind of. Especially in the late 60s, I would think. Yeah, no way. Yeah, you still, things are a little bit slower, and everyone's still kind of coming to grips with what the hell just happened. There's no cell phones. No, no you're like, hey, you got to like get, you drive to a phone. Yeah. Do you have a radio? Anything? No? All right. So... The rescue mission assembled, mm-hmm. local fishing boats. Uh, Good. They head out into the Gulf of Maine. Okay. Oh, and I almost skipped over a fact, but the lights that were there uh, started to sink and disappeared. So then the, okay. the boats head out. Yeah. They start looking. They get out to where they thought the crash had taken place. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're not seeing debris. Mm-hmm. They're not seeing anyone swimming or like panicking, anything like that. Mm-hmm. There's no evidence really of a plane, 
being there. There is reports of a strange foam in the water, though. I don't like that. A yellow, yellowish foam. Uh, it was described as glittery yellow, and it was floating on the surface of the water, and it gave off a sulfur-like smell. The okay. fishermen strange, and, and those that were out in the waters trying to best recover whatever yeah. they could uh-huh. believed that it maybe was something to do with like jet fuel or something leaking from the crash. They didn't know what it was, but they noticed that it was obscure and okay. it's not something that's typically out in the water. No. Uh, they tried to recover some of it to take samples mm-hmm. and I don't I don't really know what happened with that. Yeah. Uh, but they just kind of said a weird sulfury smell, yellowish, glittery. I don't know, glittery yellow. Like, uh-huh. I don't know exactly what that means, but it seems abnormal. Yeah, it's certainly strange. Not, not, well, I mean, again, it's people are taking note of this because this is not what you deal with every day. It's weird. Mm hmm. Nothing was recovered, though. Okay. No survivors, no debris, nothing of the likes, right? Okay, yeah. Empty-handed. But so many people have seen something crash here mm-hmm. that there had to be something. You'd think so. So the Coast Guard gets involved, and they arrive about an hour or so after the uh, the initial crash here. Okay. And they start trying to figure out what they're looking for. Yeah. So they start hitting up the local air for or airports and uh air force anything like that. Uh-huh. They're trying to account for any planes mm-hmm. that may be missing or okay. unaccounted for. So they hit up the military and the private c- civilian planes. Okay. Company planes, yeah. all that stuff. The likes. Yeah. Uh and all planes are accounted for. So that checks out. Yeah. So there's not a single missing plane. Nobody has any, cat, had any you know, catastrophe, no accidents, nothing. Not, not from what they can out. tell because everything's okay. accounted for. Okay. All across the eastern seaboard of Nova Scotia. Well, that's a big space, so mm-hmm. that feels... You can check that box. So... The RCC, which is the Rescue Coordination Center of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, Mm -hmm. they do their due diligence along with the Canadian Coast Guard, and they've written off any of the conventional explanations for whatever they all these people had now witnessed. Okay. Uh, they don't believe it was an aircraft, a civilian aircraft. They don't believe it was a flare, a weather balloon, anything like that. Mm-hmm. And so the Royal Canadian Mounted Police officially label this a UFO report. There it is. Mm-hmm. It is unidentified and it was flying. Yep. It was also falling. Unidentified falling object. That applies. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's go back to some of the sightings, though, before it fell. Okay. An Air Canada flight was 
coming out of the international airport uh, and the first officer, Robert Ralph, pointed to out to his captain that there was something strange on the left side of the aircraft and that there was a object on a parallel trajectory to their plane. And he said it was really brightly lit. Okay. It seemed to be a rectangular object. Uh, and then there were a few trailing lights behind it. Maybe other objects, maybe not. Not entirely sure. Uh, then they also witnessed a, a sizable but silent for them explosion near the a large object. Ooh. And they said they witnessed a second explosion, which faded to a blue cloud around the object. You know, it's normal. Blue clouds followed. I mean, blue clouds that follow explosions that just hover around something in the sky. Mm-hmm. You don't hear too much about blue clouds of any kind of exhaust things. Not normal. Still weird. So. Much like how I started our story, I said sitting on a front porch looking over Hell yeah. the bay, yep. Daryl Dory and his sister Uh-oh. and mother were sitting on their front porch when they witnessed something moving on the horizon. Okay. And it seemed so wild that he wrote the uh, Canadian Air Force base commander of the nearby base and asked them what that was because he'd never seen anything like it. Yeah, hey, what are you guys doing over there? What is that? Mm-hmm. A concerned citizen paying his taxes would like to know what the hell's going on above his skies. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe the Canadian military would actually answer you. But uh, <laughs> ours would not answer us. <laughs> no, it, And if anything, they would just be like, no. Weather balloon, maybe. Yeah. But again, that wouldn't be to you personally as a civilian. There'd be some news report just in the masses. Yeah. You wouldn't get anything. A radar operator found four blips that were on the radar, and they were stationary. Okay. They were about 17 miles from where he was located, and when he looked out there, he could see four bright objects situated in a what looked like a rectangular formation. Uh, this was on a fishing ship. Okay. And the rest of the crew also saw it and were kind of staring perplexed at what they were witnessing. Can you describe it again? Uh, they said that they witnessed um, four bright objects situated okay. in roughly rectangular formation. Okay. Out above the water. Uh. Okay. Uh, so when they witnessed this, mm-hmm. and I don't have a time on this. Okay. But when they witnessed it, it was obviously before the crash, sure. maybe. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he radioed the RCC to see if they had an explanation of what he was seeing before they were even involved or possibly involved with a rescue attempt. Yeah. Uh, local radios were abuzz with... Mm-hmm. Glowing objects that had been seen by multiple people. I like it. And they 
were coming in until about 10 p.m. that that evening. Or before. Yeah. Because this uh, crash happened at 11.20 p.m. Okay. To clarify that. All right. So people have been calling in that they yeah, were like, witnessing hey, what is something this? cruising yeah. down the coast. Yeah, so something, something bright and crazy is happening over the uh, the ocean. What's going on here? So, yeah, so Nova, Nova Scotia is seeing some shit. It's light up. It's lighting up. Mm-hmm. Dashboard, switchboard is lighting up. Yeah. So back to the rescue attempt going on. Okay. Uh, they're not finding anything, right? No, they're not. Coming up shorthanded, empty-handed. Yeah, so that night they end up calling it at some point, I guess, or they reorganize it, and yeah. it goes on for a few days. Okay. And everybody saw something go in here. Yes. They don't know what it was. No. We're not missing planes. No. But something went in. Right. Something that we need to find, or they need to find, could be valuable. It could be just something interesting. Something interesting. Again, there could still be people hurt, even though the commercial flights checked out, everything checked out. Somebody could have done something. Yeah. Or it's some artifact or some experimental whatever. Right. So they bring in divers and they bring in ships and it Mm -hmm. just, the search continues. Yeah. And it goes on for days. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's officially government UFO search. Yeah. Really, right. at this point. Yeah, of course. And because that's what it's labeled as. What is it? They don't know. Mm-hmm. They have to find it. Once they identify it, they can take off that U label and just then we know what it is. Yeah, so the Navy undertakes a underwater search. Okay. And uh, they're, they want to know what's in there. And uh, the one of the officials yeah. involved said that the air force was very interested in the matter and we get hundreds of reports every week but the shag harbor incident is one of the few where we may get something concrete so they're all in yeah this has my attention so clearly it has their attention mm-hmm. they don't find anything of course not. on october 9th the the local newspaper uh, headline ran, UFO search called off. Well, okay. We're done. Oh, and by the way, it was a UFO search. We're done with it, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, <clears throat> not a trace, not a clue, not a bit of anything was found. Yeah. Allegedly. Well, and that's always the kicker. Yeah. If they find something, you're not going to get to know about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and so that's where some some people differ on on that. We going now? It's getting wild? Uh, It's going to get a little wild. I like it. But the the official UFO search ends in nothing. It's in the official documents. It says yeah. nothing was recovered. Nothing was recovered. And there's is there a little winky emoji after it? Nothing was covered. Uncovered. Wink. Yeah. I mean, might as well be. But Sem- semicolon parentheses. Winky face. Moving on. Nothing to see. Well, the locals that were watching this the entire time uh-huh. 
So that wasn't quite right. They saw them take something out. Oh. And load it into a truck. Sassy what? Now there's a truck involved? Yeah. Okay. Multiple local peoples yeah. said that they witnessed divers bring something up. Okay. And load it onto a ship. Okay. Brought it to the shore. Put it on a boat. Well, that's a whole fucking procedure. Yeah. That's a whole process. That's the doing the thing. Mm-hmm. Well, the truck's not on the water, so. Right. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, well, you know, <laughs> in my head, I just imagined it like being, it's like, I don't know, flown just over. just dragging it up off I don't the know. beach. Like, We've got to get it in there. Nothing to see. Maybe they just had one really strong guy. He's like, I can put it in there. Maybe. And he pulled it out. Whipped it on the truck. Well, what they, what the locals claimed to us saw was that they looked like they pulled out some sort of uh-huh. dark object or it looked twisted and mangled like wreckage of okay. some sort. Yeah. That's what some people said. Sure. Others just said that they saw them bring out some mysterious object and carry it up, load it up. Yeah. And then ship it off to somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's kind of the end of the story. Okay. But like, there's so many different reports of people saying different things on like, they saw the light move as if it was moving out with the tide, but faster than the tide would have been taking it out. Uh Like it was a submersible object. Uh Uh-huh. It eventually gets classified as a USO. Which is what? An unidentified submersible object. Well, that has my attention. Well, that's what some people start calling it. Okay. So because, get like a, because so many people see it, and yeah. they, they saw it come from the sky, uh-huh. go into the water, it's always the and water. then continue. It's always the water. About its way. It's going into the water. Other people say it crashed, though. I mean, it could have done both. It could have done both. Like, you know, if it, you know, like, it can be capable of sky and sea travel. And yep. it could have had a malfunction. Things do mess up. A little little whoopsie daisy into the, then sploosh splashing in the water, and then trying to navigate. You know, mm-hmm. maybe. And so there's a lot of people that uh, kind of say that this is like Canada Roswell type crash. They put it that high up there, huh? As far as important ones. I mean, it depends on who you ask. But I guess that's true. But yeah, some people say that. It's at least in the conversation. Yeah, it's okay. a big one. And so many people witnessed it. And the government has actual documents that say it was a UFO search. And like you can still look it up yeah. and see like, oh, there was a UFO. They were actually looking for something they cannot deny. The search happened. Mm-hmm. The search happened. And they said they didn't find anything. And there's a bunch of people that go, uh-uh, we saw them take it out of the water. Yeah, <laughs> like, nah, you didn't. Yeah. So it's a tiny little fishing village, and they witnessed some crazy shit. And it fits almost too well with so many other topics lately. Uh, yeah, it does. Yeah. Many things. So it's been on my list for a while, and uh, uh-huh. you know, I was cruising for my yeah. ideas, mm-hmm. what I wanted to get into. And when I was reading about this one, I was like, shit. Hell yeah, shit. This has been going on since 1967. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> At least. Yep. Definitely, yeah. Definitely no reports of governments hoarding spaceships or anything. 
I mean, so like that's kind of where my mind went. Is underwater like water ships. Is this one of the first incidents of this? Like reports supposedly go back decades. So I mean, multiple well, decades. This is decades. Uh huh. Yeah. And you know what could have happened is Canada could have been like, oh shit, what the fuck did we just find? And then the U.S. would have been like, hey guys, what did you just find? Let's uh, get involved with that. Let's do a thing. Mm-hmm. Let's do a little, uh, you know. Brotherly country cooperation. Yeah. What is the uh, North American NAFTA? NAFTA, but yeah, NAFTA became but, a thing. Yeah, but, but like UFO based. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Science based. Secret, yeah. secret uh, science cabal. Yeah. I mean, according to certain reports, I mean, all the governments know shit's going on. But they don't really talk to each other too much. It makes sense that America and Canada would, obviously. Yeah. But, like, the fact that everybody's, like, uh. Yeah, and I mean, and if this so is, many people if this saw is one it. of the ones they have. Yeah, so many people saw it, too. Uh-huh. So, like, I don't even know how many people actually said they saw it. But, like, just from the yeah. quick things I read, I would uh-huh. say, like, it included about, like, 50 people. All right, so let's just say you're an octopus person and you've decided to take your special craft on a recon mission. Mm-hmm. And as you're flying, it fucks up. And then you crash into the water because you're like, well, I can use this in the water. I can go home. But your craft is so fucked up, it can't, it can't go anymore. And then you're just there. And then there's a giant hunt for you, and you're like, oh, shit. I'm stuck. But it, maybe you can get knocked out. And then before you know it, I mean, maybe it was a designated pickup point for, like, the underwater tow truck. Could be that. Could be a stop. Planned. Yeah. Like, can you You think you can get to the, here? I'll try. I'll do my best. Yeah. And then just... There it is. I mean, Somebody gets you. It is... It's in the Bay of Maine, I believe, is what the actual body of water... Okay. Where it crashed is called? Sure. Let me see if I can pull up a map real quick. Yeah, for sure. Zoom out. It doesn't look like it gives me any real names on the bodies of water. Okay. On Google Maps. But I believe I read that it was the Bay of Maine. I will go with that. But it is part of the ocean. Yeah. You know, so uh-huh. it could be deep. So, like, I don't, I'm just guessing here. It's all we're doing. But if it was something that just crashed uh-huh. and it sank, uh-huh. divers maybe aren't getting all the way to the bottom. Uh, definitely divers are not going. I mean, I don't even know how deep this body of water would be. But the ocean is fucking deep. 1967, a human person in a diving suit. I don't know. It was 300 meters off the coast. Yeah. That's all we have really to go with. Right. I'm sure if we really dug in, we could try to figure out how deep the water is around here. But Yeah, we totally could find out. Just Google that. But I mean, eh. Let's just say it's deep. Yeah, It's so a lot to cover. It's a lot to cover. Especially with... It's an ocean. Right. And shit can get moved around, too. Yeah. So that's just thinking maybe they didn't find anything. Right. But are we going to believe the government the, or normal human people living their best Canadian lives yeah. in a Nova Scotian Bay? 
Yeah, I mean, that's the question. Um, but with so much shit going on right now in this topic, and we've been covering this topic a lot more than we normally do yeah. lately uh-huh. because it's, it's getting a real. hot topic right now. <laughs> like, hey, this is one of the first times I'm going to spoil next week's episode because we're going to dabble on a little bit. Okay. It's, it's linked. This is good because okay. there was just a testimony. Three gentlemen testified to the United States Congress about wild shit mm-hmm. and not a lot of people are talking about. Not enough people. It's it's only a certain... I mean, literally, like you'd think it would be at least... Congress gets covered all the time with certain, you know, topics they obsess over. We can't get... This one's too goofy. It's worth talking about. This is insane. Yeah. Again, the topic being government's having downed crafts, unidentified crafts, that, again, uh, anomalous phenomenon. They took the aerial out of it because, again, these things seem to be possibly submersible. And for those unfamiliar with, I've said Maine, so that should ballpark it for you, but anyone unfamiliar with where Nova Scotia is, it's right off our east coast. Yeah. East coast of Maine, but like that's, yeah. uh-huh. that's U.S. Correct. It's like right there. Yep. So... If people were seeing this, you know, we probably saw it, or our military did. Uh, 1967. We're at Cold War times. Also, we're on high alert. 1960s, we're, there's there's social unrest. We're losing top-tier politicians willing to uncover things and dive into things where they normally, you know, would be a little taboo. Mm-hmm. We're losing social justice leaders because they're stirring the pot. There's a lot of crazy shit going on. Yeah, but more to my point is the Cold War. Well, that's what I mean. The Cold War is a part of that too. So, like, there's a the the, the idea is like intelligence is like rampant, yeah. gaining knowledge, paying attention, observing, mm-hmm. hoarding what you can. You know, American spy shit. So, and this went big in the news. I'm sure it had to have. Too many people were calling the radio talking about it. Yeah, UFO. Like, I oh, mean, what post Roswell, post uh huh, all that. Like, we're yeah. in the middle of this this is like barney and betty hill times too like mm-hmm. when was that that was late 60s i want to say maybe late 50s i think 60s i want to say i know 60s uh 1961 okay but 60s again that was in uh new hampshire east coast yeah east coast so new england not too, I mean, in the grand scheme of how this land mass, correct? Not that far, no. So, I don't know, something to think about there. It's a lot to think about there because, um, yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it? It seems pretty weird, a little weird. Dots are connecting, Again. people have always been trying to connect these dots to other things, correct? But, but like, it's just Weirder and weirder the more things we're starting to learn. I know, right? I mean, is that seriously is that seriously on the docket in the next coming years? This big reveal? I mean, that'd be fun. Is something being admitted? <laughs> that'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah. The government's been lying to you, but just about We are lizard people. <laughs> oh God, something rips off their face. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. That's what I'm waiting for. Well, then you find out the UFO is actually trying to save the the uh, the uh, land dwellers from the lizard people because they're trying to. What if everything? And that's what everybody believes. 
the above ground is being not everyone. That's an insane thing to say. I apologize. <laughs> everyone who believes this theory, and the theory is, um, you know, lizard people around the world, in certain aspects, shapeshifters, reptoids. You know, cool talks. Mm-hmm. So what if the whatever these spacecraft submersible crafts are doing is trying to like stop them? Could be. What if humanity? I mean, we don't know just, what it is. What if humanity is caught in the middle? I mean, it could be that. Who knows? We don't know. Again, some people say this. They just ask questions. Yeah. And that is certainly a question. I like asking questions. It's how you learn, depending on what kind of questions you're asking and the intent behind said questions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. It it just seems odd. Like like I said, it's all coming. Uh-huh. Lots of weird stuff all coming together. I feel like we should ask James Cameron. Jim? Jimothy? What do you know about the water? You, I know you know the way of the water. I know you're obsessed with water. You're obsessed with the Titanic. You're he's obsessed a, with the he's water. He's a lizard, man. He's obsessed with aliens. He's Jim? A, he's a lizard. lizard. Lizard guy. You think he is? Yeah, definitely. You think he's a reptoid? James Cameron? Come on. What kind of name is that? He's got two first names, and one's a girl's name. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Clear sign of a lizard person. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of more proof you you hear here first. <laughs> having a having a potentially female last name means you may in fact be a reptoid man. Yeah, well, that's my logic. For the <laughs> well, yeah, it's no one else's, yeah. as far as I know. No, that's, Again, just that's ask, an insane thing. Just asking questions. Yeah, who would in three days? He's just hissing on the news or something. Like, <laughs> they found me out. Oh, no. I don't know. Cameron isn't even my real name. Oh, my God. It's Slorgoth from New Knock. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? The scales will rain again. Okay. Bless the scales. Uh, so, Jim, we're just asking about your new movie. Uh, you went off on a <laughs> tangent there. Yeah, well, his bifurcated tongue comes out like, oh my god, he's got a. But yeah, that. Yep, that's a thing. Yep. Okay. Well, you never. Who, just asking questions. That's what people say. Mm-hmm. Just and, asking questions. And uh, what truly did happen? What did happen off the I coast mean, of Nova Scotia in 1967? Maybe, maybe we'll get a real answer at some point. We might, and it might blow our minds. Hmm. All right, guys, if you know what happened off the coast of Nova Scotia in 1967, or if you're a lizard person, I mean, just hit us up and be like, I'm a lizard person. Yeah. Or be like, I know what happened. Yeah. And then tell me what happened. It means Zach will have to know. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could just leave us a review for the podcast. You could say you're a, you're a lizard person as a review for the podcast. I would find that funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a lizard person. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, you can also follow us at um, Weird and Feared. Um, well, you can email us your story again at Weird and Feared Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on the Instagram, um, Weird and Feared. Support us on the Patreon.com uh, slash Weird and Feared. Support the show in any way you feel is appropriate. And we got bonus, depending on the tiers or whatever, we got bonus content. Um, where it means that keep talking behind the veil. It's like a little additional mini podcast we do occasionally after every episode of the show. And then, um, yeah, 
even though it's still probably hot as balls, it can still be spooky. Yep. So keep those spooky vibes flowing by staying spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. Mm-hmm.